We are I. We are I family. Can you believe that we're at a thousand downloads already? Man, I never thought it would happen that fast. And, you know, I just have to say thank you to each and every person who's downloaded, you know, all those episodes, listened to all those episodes, shared them, you know, reached out, asked questions, engaged. You know, it's been absolutely amazing. And, you know, the the overwhelming amount of response that We Are I's got so fast and, you know, so organically is just you know, everybody in my life knows how happy it's made me. And I hope that it's, you know, changed the way that, you know, some, some of you, you know, look at life or, you know, instilled you some knowledge that you didn't have before, just, you know, opened up a few doors and a few windows to your own lives to be able to help you figure out yourself a little bit more and what's important to you. You know, I was trying to think of what I wanted to do, you know, to be able to thank every single person, you know, who downloaded those episodes. But, you know, the one thing I realized is that, you know, yes, it has a lot to do with, you know, everybody who showed the love and showed the respect of, you know, continually listening to all the We Are Right episodes. But, you know, like there's been some people who've, you know, helped curate some amazing content along the way, you know, and, you know, I know all of you have got something out of it. And you guys all know what you got out of all the episodes and, you know, all the people that have been on We Are Right or the solo ones that I've done. And, you know, I thank you for the people who have reached out and, you know, have reached out to We Are Right. Um, you know, family members who've been on the show itself, or you have reached out to me directly, you know, and just, you know, showed some love. And, you know, I really appreciate that. But, you know, what I wanted to do is, you know, go back and, you know, from the beginning, you know, all the people who've been on the show, show some love to them and thank them from what I got out of the episode with them, you know, as a whole, you know, so I'm going to start at the very beginning, you know, with the first person who's on and kind of work my way through everybody from there. So, you know, the show really started off with with Marianne, you know, and the one thing I really got away from, you know, Marianne or the one thing I took away from Marianne, I should say, is, you know, the over being overwhelmed is relative. You know, you can be overwhelmed, you know, if you're not happy, but if you're authentically happy, like over the feeling of being overwhelmed just isn't there because you're happy with what you're doing and you like the course that you're on and it just doesn't phase you. You know, like this is a person who has, you know, six children, you know, a crazy life, you know, here, there, everywhere, you know, soccer practices, life, you know, workout schedule, lunches, balancing everything. You know, but when you talk to her, she just, she never seems overwhelmed. She never, you know, alludes to being overwhelmed. She never thinks it's too much. She she just, she's got it, you know, but the one thing that you always get from her is when you talk to her is that she just loves it. She loves it all. You know, so that's really what I took away from her as an individual that, you know, being overwhelmed, you know, I think you got to gut check yourself in that moment and be like, you know, am I happy with what's going on? You know, because if I'm overwhelmed, there might be a part of this that I'm not necessarily overwhelmed. I'm just unhappy with the things that are going on in my life. You know, because again, this is a person who has all the right in the world to be overwhelmed and is not, you know, or just doesn't exude it whatsoever. And that's the, that's the major takeaway that I personally got from, 
you know, Marianne is just, you know, authentic happiness just stifles the feeling of being overwhelmed. And Sherry, the one thing I got from Sherry, and I feel this from Sherry all the time when I talk to her, when I see her, you know, I just, I'm a huge supporter of Sherry. I know people have seen, you know, me post things on, you know, social media about Sherry for president, but, you know, she's just, she's strong. You know, she's a fighter, doesn't take no shit, you know, stands up for what she believes is not scared to voice her opinion, you know, not scared to be able to put her shit kicking shoes on. She just gets in there, gets her elbows in, and that's what I feel from her. And I think that anybody who meets this woman, you know, is definitely going to feel that same way. That's always my takeaway from Sherry is just, you know, fight for what you want. You know, don't be scared to be strong. You know, no matter what people say, like you can be strong and proud, be strong for what you believe in. You know, and that's what I get from Sherry. You know, Rona, you know, Rona's fought a battle. You know, Rona's just an, an absolutely incredible wealth and well of determination. And my number one takeaway from Rona is that, you know, waking up and having your life absolutely changed one day you know we've all been through those moments but you know Rona's really helped me stay true in my mind that you know no matter what situation in life dramatically changes your life one day when you wake up as long as you keep on being who you are you know fight for what's important to you you know fight for who you are as a person and don't back down don't give up stay true to those core beliefs that's rona staying true to her core beliefs just help her fight and it help her literally live more days you know stand up take take it in be like no this situation is not going to change who i am that's what i take from rona because it didn't life didn't no matter what life was gonna throw at this woman she's like no she put her foot down and said no this is important to me I'm going to stay doing what I want to do and bring it. And she fought it and she beat it. That was my takeaway from Rona. You know, my takeaway from Veronica, you know, she has this story about growing up in Korea and it's amazing and it's simple and it's really true. You know, it's like that Asian spirit, that Asian pride, you know, and you know how little things, you know, can mean the world to us if we let them. You know, and a lot of that for me was and what connects me with Veronica and the part that I love the most is her valuing like, you know, how she was brought up, you know, and the environment that she was in and especially the, the nutrition and the food that she was exposed to and, you know, looking at what can be a big deal. I think about it all the time about how these yams were just such a big deal. They were just this this Friday night treat. You know, just thinking about like, yes, like that's it's what it should be. Just this, this health is something that allows you to be a better person and not what we value as treats these days that just rob us of who we are as people. And I know that everybody wants to say, Blake, that's so it's such an extreme way of thinking. No, it doesn't do that. It's like, yes, it does. How much more research needs to come out to say how we are polluting our bodies is just destroying us as human beings, literally and physically. And the one thing I take away from Veronica is how pure and how innocent a treat to yourself as a human being can be if you want to let it be that. Caesar, I think that my interview with Caesar, I just, I loved it. I loved the, it was 
all over the map. You know, I love that it was just two guys sitting down talking shop, you know, two guys in the same industry. You know, I loved how it just broke down those barriers of not judging a book by its cover and, you know, just seeing like our minds just wander and expand and covering all these topics and, you know, showing the depth of the the thinking two guys can have when they get together who you know, some people might label as, you know, superficial or vain or, you know, we might just come on a podcast and just talk about how awesome we are, how pat each other on the back or, you know, all these kind of things, you know, but, you know, I really took away from Caesar and my, my big takeaway that I felt is just never judging a book by its cover, you know, really understanding there's just so much more to people than what you might see or what you might even hear or what you might be told of somebody. If you just allow yourself to be able to get to know that person, there's substance there. But you got to help draw that out of that person. There's something there if you want to find it. Dave, you know, Dave is a person that I really feel just, you feel the presence of him understanding work-life balance and wanting to do something that just authentically makes him happy that every day that he wakes up just knowing that every aspect of my life is something that I love and it helps me excel in being a better person every single day that I wake up. You know, I've met a lot of people and I'm just going to say there's one thing, there's a, there's a presence, there's an aura about Dave that's just that guy. Like he just, he feels it. I've, like I said, I've met a lot of people and I've never felt it as genuine is what I have felt it being exuded off Dave. You know, like work-life balance means everything to him and I think it should mean everything to all of us. Sean, you know, hearing Sean's story and just allowing myself to be encapsulated in it time and time again, you know, I... I love pushing people to be able to listen to the podcast with Sean and just, you know, another one of these stories about how your life can be a certain way and just dramatically take a change in a completely different course one day out of the blue. You know, I think it's incredible. Like, not during that podcast ever, and not anybody that I know that knows Sean ever says that this man beats himself up, blames anybody else, and is nothing but positive. You know, Sean really, to me, is a walking definition of positivity will always blunt the face of any adversity. Like just being just being positive or just saying like, not even overly positive, just saying like, no, I'm just going to choose not to be a downer on myself or somebody else. I'm not, I'm going to choose not to be negative and even just more neutral. It's not even maybe that Sean is like just this beaming of like, you got to live every day to your fullest. And you know, all these different things you see on social media that are like propagating happiness and you know living your best life. But like Sean's just, just neutral. And I love that about him. You know, Sean could easily be one of these people that just blames everybody and everything, himself, his friends, his family, the world, but he doesn't. 
And I'm sure everybody who listened to that episode with Sean, you guys understand to the fullest what I mean. You know, and again, it's not even just me sitting down with him in the studio or you guys listening to it. These are other people in Sean's life too. Like, I haven't come across anybody yet who can say Sean's not authentically that guy. You know, and I'm sure he has his bad moments. We all do. And But for the most part, like, you know, he's had it hard since that day. He went through a lot. You know, and just look at who he is. To have just a neutral tone to life and to say, like, I got this. I really do got this. I own this. This is my life and I own this. You know, and that's my takeaway from Sean is that just being positive, you know, being neutral, just blunt the face of any adversity. That's my take. So thank you for that, Sean, because I think everybody can take a page out of that book or a line out of that paragraph. You know, and Jason, you know, I've known Jason for a lot of years. You know, Jason and I, you know, we've been on and off friends, you know, the, pretty much our entire lives. You know, we've gone to school together, you know, we've, we've grown up, you know, apart, you know, but we've connected here and there throughout the years, you know, but the one thing with the, with the podcast with Jason and that I feel when I'm talking with him is that it's, you know, men ego, like what ego, you know, I love how I can have just a candid conversation with Jason and, you know, there's nothing about him that I feel is judging me. I feel like he understands it. I feel like we've both been through enough you know, life and life lessons and life ups and downs that we can just sit and and we can talk and we can just be two guys and there's no ego in the room and it's not about being, you know, better or, you know, stronger than the other guy. You know, it's about understanding that, hey, you know, we've been through some shit, you know, like we've been through divorce, we're both single dads, you know, we've been through injuries in the gym, we've played sports, you know, like we've done all these things, you know, just slowly kind of you know they build confidence and they erode confidence at the same time you know but to be able to have an authentic and a genuine conversation with somebody like that to me is amazing you know and if I never met another person like that I could have a conversation like that with that's what I value the most and I thank you for that Jason because it just feels like a safe place that I can go to be able to have a conversation with somebody and I thank you for that because it is rare these days and I value that to the fullest. When Debbie was on the podcast, I knew this before she came on, but when she was on the podcast, I really I really felt it because we had that much more time to talk. And since that podcast, every time that Debbie and I have talked, you know, it's just this is an aspect of her that I feel just really reigns true that life is just ever evolving. You know, Debbie's life has just evolved from like one apex to another apex to another apex and she's just she's amazing she's an amazing human being and she's a pleasure to be around she's a pleasure to talk to and you know she has this confidence and this air to her that you know in her mind is the wheels are turning and she may not have it all figured out there's not one part of you that will ever think that she's not going to just nail it down. You know, as she's sitting there, she's thinking, it's like, okay, what's the next step in life? What's the next stage? Where am I going to go with this life? And how am I going to achieve that next apex level 
like the whole time it's just in her mind and it's brewing. And you're like, oh, you got this. You got this. You're going to get this. You're going to get there. You're going to do it. You know, because she's done it time and time and time again. She's proved herself. She has that clout. She can walk around with her head held high because she does it time and time again. You know, whether it's being like a really high functioning nurse to being a high functioning lawyer to, you know, now maybe wanting to dabble into business ventures and who knows where her life is going to take her. But, you know, age doesn't get in the way, you know, geographical locations don't get in the way, spouses don't get in the way, nothing like no adversity gets in the way of this woman's goal. And that's amazing. Saying that no matter what is going on, if I want some change, not only can I change, but I can kill that change. I can murder that change. I can be at the top of that change and at the top of my game in no time because I'm determined. I want it and I'm hungry for it and this is something I'm going to do and that is Debbie. That's why she's an amazing human being. And Amanda... You know, the one thing about Amanda is I realized sitting down and talking to her because she's just so much about martial arts, you know, just different martial arts. You know, it's a big part of her life. You know, she's a teacher in school. You know, she's a teacher at her dojo. She's a very big part of her dojo. You know, she has multiple black belts in different disciplines and going for more. And there's just no end to it. And the thing that I take away from Amanda is that Life is just a lifelong journey of fine-tuning what you're passionate about. That there might be little bit different courses, you know, like karate and jujitsu and judo. It might be a little bit different, but it still is the same synergistic goal. She's just, she's passionate about something, seeks slightly different avenues and just fine-tunes and works. It just keeps pushing her down her goal. Life is just a constant refinement of the things that you love. And that's Amanda. She loves martial arts. She loves the dedication, the discipline, you know, the monotony of just repetition. She loves it and she fine tunes it. And it's her life mission just to own it. And she's proving it. She's walking through it every single day. You know, and last but not least, you know, to help us reach the thousand episodes, Tristan. You know, like Tristan will always hold a special place in my heart because, you know, I love her parents. Her, they're just two absolutely amazing people. And, you know, the Cornell family is just an incredible family in general all around. And with Tristan, the one thing I took away, even though, you know, she's 10 years younger than me, but I feel like she's just, she has it so together. Her life experience has just brought her a certain place in her mind, in her heart that's just so wholesome and so genuine. And to never leave any door or window unopened, unwalked through, let the breeze in, don't leave those stones unturned. You know, you never know where that possibility is going to be. Chase your passion, go wherever it takes you. That is what Tristan taught me. That is what I took away from her. You know, that if you see an opportunity, just go. If you fail at it, that's fine. Refine and go back. You know, if you have to take two steps in the other direction to be able to get back on that path, that's fine. If you go to Sweden and you get injured and you come back and, you know, you rehab and you end up going to Calgary to be able to get your foot back in the door going overseas and playing soccer in Europe, that's fine. It's all okay. 
because there's no stone unturned, there's no door not walked through, there's no window unopened. She's done it all, she'll continue to do it all, and she'll be a great success in life. So in a combination between all these people, you know, and all these things that I've taken away from these individuals, you know, I really hope that everybody else has taken something away from them as well. You know, I just think that they're absolutely, absolutely incredible. And the person that I want to leave this off with is Lucy. So with Lucy, what really brings into my heart with Lucy is that she had to put some of her dreams and her goals to the side for her own personal reasons, you know, with kids and spouse and life in general. But the one thing that everybody can take away from the podcast with Lucy and what she's doing now with her life and, you know, whether or not they, if you check in with her on social media or not, you can see that her goal and her passion just sat, just burning, just idling away inside her. And she just stoked those coals all the time, just not letting it die out. She would just breathe a little oxygen on those coals. And they would just get a little bit redder all the time. And she would just keep stoking those coals with oxygen. And then she'd put a few sticks, a little bit of kindling on them. And it just slowly started to manifest. And they just start to burn. And it created this inferno inside where she just got to be one day said, No, I've had enough of not living my dream and not living my goal. And I'm going to do it. And now I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it in an age where people say that you shouldn't be going back and trying to relive a past dream. I'm going to do it at an age and at a time in my life where people say you're too busy or should be prioritizing other things. She's going to do it. She's going to do extremely well. And she's going to do it and prove to everybody again, just like everybody else on We Are I, that it's never too late. That there is never a mountain too high to climb. That there's never an ocean too far not to cross. Because the one thing that all of these people have in common, every single thing that these people have in common is that they're just not willing to give up. They're all fighters in their own way. And that's the one thing about We Are I and the concept behind We Are I is that we are all that person. Because the diversity of all these individuals from young to older to male to female to anything, any walk of life from BC to Ontario to California, no matter where you're at, there's all these fighters. They're all there. They're all strong and they're all not willing to give up. And we all have that inside us because all these people find something that they're passionate about and they're willing to go for it. It's like Maria learning how to be able to walk again after she is told that she's not going to be able to walk and say, look, my goal right now is to walk out of this hospital and no matter what, I'm not going to GF strong. That's my goal. Being young at her age and saying, no, I'm not going to let you guys tell me I can't do something, that's my passion. I'm going to do it anyway in the face of that adversity. 
So for everybody who feels like they just can't get it done, take a page from somebody like Maria who was told that she couldn't walk with all of a sudden one day she had a stroke in a grocery store. Or Sean, a guy who had to blow balloons up to be able to retrain his lungs how to breathe. He got up. She got up. He breathes. She walks. They're doing it. They're getting it done. All these people, they're all fighters. They're all game changers. They all take their goals. They take what they want. They take what they're passionate about and they put their name on it and they say, I'm going to achieve it. And they all have. And everybody is the same. There's no one person sitting on that pedestal and there's no one demographic that's going to be there. And there's no one circumstance in life where it's going to be more applicable than the other. Everybody has the opportunity to be able to stand on that pedestal for their own singular reason. And all of these people who have been on WeRI, they all have that. And they're from all walks of life. And if you're ever going to take away one singular concept behind every single one of these people is they're going to stand up when they're going to be told that they might not be able to achieve something where there's other people saying they can achieve it or they're them feeling like they can't achieve it. They are willing to stand up and they are willing to be able to shout out with inside themselves and say, no, that is not for me. I am going to change this for me. And that is is the benefit. That's the takeaway. There's individual little takeaways that just pump me up and amp me up talking to each one of these people. But every single time I come away, I'm like, that is the type of person that I want to be around. That is the type of person that I'm going to associate myself with. And I'm happy that all of you obviously feel the same way because you're willing to download these episodes and listening to them because the reason why I'm doing this podcast right now is because we got to a thousand. We got to a thousand downloads in four months and I didn't think, I didn't even know how long it was going to take. I had no expectation and look how fast it happened. So obviously you guys connect with all these stories too because they are amazing and that is the takeaways because you connect with them. Where's your passion? What is the thing that's going to make you want to stand up and come out and fight? I got mine. I know what mine are, but what are yours? Do you know what they are? Have you refined it down enough? Does it need to be something so adverse like you had a stroke or an accident on a skateboard or cancer or you know, feeling like you put your, your goals aside for your, your family and your friends, anything like that. Does it have to be that? Or can you make that choice on a day like today and just say like, no, there's really nothing going wrong that bad, but I just simply want some change. And that is Debbie saying there's nothing really bad with what's going on in my life right now, but hey, I can go kill something else because that's just who I am and that's who everybody is. That's Debbie. And that's why that person is so special to me in my life. And I think she's such an amazing human being. Because for no reason, no real reason at all, she'll just pick up and be like, hey, there's so much more life for me to be able to be awesome at and excel at. Why am I not doing it? So she gets up and she does it. It shouldn't always have to be some bad situation that lights that fire underneath our butt or we're backed into the corner so we have to or this life situation is mandated and dictated that we do that. Why can't we do that simply just because that we want to and we're happy to go and do that? And these are the choices that I think that we are starting to make today. 
You know, so I would love for you guys to reach out just how you reach out all the time and DM me and email me or call me or whatever you want. Just, just tell me, you know, that these are things that you're willing to be able to change in your life. Your call to action starts today because something needs to change. Everybody can do something to be able to make something different. I'll continue to be able to pump people out on this podcast that can help inspire you. You know, we just had all the, you know, the young athletes come on like, Cody and Wyatt and Braden and Justin and Maddie and Lola, they're the start to 2,500. You know, we have Liz coming on, you know, the youngest female on the planet to summit all seven summits next week. She's going to come in and she's going to record her episode. It's going to drop in the next, you know, few weeks. We have some amazing, amazing people coming up that are just going to inspire you guys to no end. But it can't just inspire. You got to let those coals, those coals are being stoked. You got to let that in fire just burn inside you and just do something with it and put all that energy towards something. Because there's so much out there that you can do. There's so much more to your life right now that you could be doing to be able to make you a better person. And this is the time. Today is the day. We all know that we've all heard it a million times, but hey, the we are right. The concept behind it is like these people are doing it. Jump on the train, get on the bus, find your place on the ship to be able to do this in your own life. This is the time. So again, we are I family called action. Time to get with it. Have a great day. <laughs>